got in an hour of pop radio on my drive over. Oh my god, why was it so long? And there was like a crazy traffic jam turning at some point up the road, but it was like we didn't move for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But the, it was silent but for pop radio, and I was just like, okay. The most comfortable cab ride. Yeah, I always get I also concerned. get like car sick, so I couldn't like oh. tweet or anything, so I was like, I'm gonna go some looking outside. <laughs> I always, um, in cabs, don't know whether or not I should leave that TV in the back on or. Really? Like, oh, I turn, turn off, it off and turn off immediately. Yeah. I do, but then sometimes I'm like, it's now it's just you and me, the cab driver. There's no like yeah. buffer whatsoever between the two of us sitting here. But I don't mind. I don't mind the radio for that reason because I'm like, well, I would rather die than ride in silence for an hour. My first week in New York, uh, a cab driver. I hailed a cab. I sat in the front seat. I don't know why you would ever do that. Because uh, it was my... That's a sure way to get murdered. Yeah, yeah it was like my reverse being arrested. First yeah. cab ride ever. And <laughs> I was like, hi. And he was like, you can never do this again. <laughs> oh, and no. then I was like, why? And he was like, people are going to mistake you for a sex worker. Oh. oh. Is that a thing? I have no idea. But I mean, apparently. don't know, but... And I was like... Apparently that guy. I'm not. Sure. I'm not. And I he was like, I know you're not. Because of like... <laughs> no, because I like, know that you're not. You're wearing but... a floral, like, <laughs> shorts Captain. jumper. And like, very, very, very I mean, clearly... I everyone's got their thing. Just got here from Connecticut. <laughs> Isn't, uh... Like, the first time I called a lift, I was like... I don't know if I can do this because not only do I refuse to sit in the front seat, I refuse to fist bump somebody when I get in the car and that's apparently like was what? the thing with Lyft is that you were supposed to sit in the front and the way oh that God. they would know that you were their passenger is you got in and fizzled them. <laughs> no. And then like when wow. I actually got in the car I was like hello and he didn't make me do it and I was like oh I'm saved. Oh yeah. no. Thank God. Uh, we are looking yeah. for sponsors on this podcast. We would way, love to be sponsored right by Lyft. No we would not like to oh, be. I don't okay. want to su- support business like that. Oh, yeah. Well, any, business, like bumps. any business that or, makes me touch somebody else with my bare hands. Sure. Yeah. Or Damn. even with a glove hand. Get away from yeah. that kid! <laughs> <laughs> Get down, man! <laughs> oh, everyone. Sorry, what you just couldn't see but probably Welcome heard. So that's the Spirit. Yep, it's us again. I'm gonna blow that candle out. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get that candle. We're recording again with my wonderful cat, Blue, here, who is obsessed. gonna catch right on fire. remember him from such times as when his tail caught on fire. Yeah, that happened. He's a beautiful boy. Well, he's, he's a danger. curious boy. God, what a troublemaker. Yeah. Everyone welcome. He's a real Dennis the Menace. <laughs> oh, no, he isn't. No, I love him. He's like oh, a curious he's a George. Fun, he's a fun troublemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's silky as a seal. He oh, really is. Oh, sure, he, he is. I yeah. comb him each and every day. Really? I, I, mean, yeah, <laughs> I really do. No. Listen, it, 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 it shows. <laughs> if I don't, he sheds so much. Well, he, he looks great. Yeah, that's my son. Anyway. Anyway. Everybody welcome. Guys, today we have an exceptional guest. We have a that was for you. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. Uh, this is Lauren. I am Lauren. Uh, I work with Robin and Steph. Yeah. And yep. they are my very special friends. That's I'm true. I'm so delighted to be here. By special thank friends, so we're both like, uh, Lauren's our surrogate, so she's having Robin and, and my child. Oh, I wish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Smashing oh, those eggs together. To one studio. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> Seriously. I can't wait. You did. I, I was, it was very tender. Yeah. <laughs> I keep on forgetting that like being that dry does not translate on the podcast. No, it depends. Oh, I, I thought know. it would. Yeah. It was fun. Sure, it's fine. I got it. Um, but yeah, here we are. We're talking about ghosts. That's um, true. I have vowed to make a real attempt to talk less. Come on. What? I know. Why? After hearing myself in the last episode, I feel like I was just like busting into conversation. Yeah, our last episode, we had our amazing friends, Max and Natalie, who, we by the time this comes out, their show will have already happened at the pit, but we're mm-hmm. going to go on Monday. I can't wait. Guys, they're so funny. They're so oh goddamn funny. God. I saw you guys on public access, and yes. you all were incredible. It was so good. Thank oh, you so much. You. Yeah. Oh, my God. But and then when they came. Their names were yeah. so Oh, my God. Funny. We were sitting back there just, like, shaking with laughter. Spaghetti so good. Me. Banana Nicole oh, Smith. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were just all so oh. good. I mean, can't even list. It's, like, you can't even rank It was them. incredible. It's so really good. amazing. Also, one time... I'll tell this fun story, and it, I promise it'll be fun. 
Anyway, I don't know why I said that. I think I got <laughs> I got concerned because I hey, promised a fun story and then I'm not sure yeah. if it will be. Believe in yourself. But when Max and Natalie yeah, and I were doing like summer theater somewhere, Max and a front a bunch of his friends performed What's the Fox say? In a very serious cabaret environment, and it was truly a night to remember. Whoa. None of them broke. It was oh. a complete, like, very serious rendition of What Does the Fox Say? Was there Complete with, like, a lot of howling. Mm. There wasn't. Not that I can remember. That's okay. But Max is a great dancer, so is Natalie. I can, I can attest to that. Anyway, when they came on, we were so fucking excited that we it became so utter chaos. We couldn't stop talking. Or I couldn't. Utter, no, I, I would say all four of us became, like, possessed by each other's energy. The spirit of friendship. Ugh. Yes, the spirit of friendship took over and... I love that. It was great. That's it was the spirit. <laughs> yeah. All right. that in. Call it a night, everyone. Call it a night. It's over. Yeah, goodbye. But while we are equally excited to have you here mm. both robin and i know we need to rein it in so that it's actually enjoyable for people to listen to <laughs> oh man at oh, any given yeah, time there's, that. there's yeah. that part of the podcast also well. this is a really really special night because when when we were like lauren will you come and uh, record with us we were like what's ghost you want to do and your response was catholicism <laughs> and <laughs> the holy uh, spirit baby I remember in the manifesto that I wrote you, I was like, we need to do like a five-part arc episode just about the Holy Ghost. Yeah. We barely even broached the topic. We did demons, mm. but... The Holy you know, Spirit is yeah, just We did angels, yeah. but, you know, it's still... There's so much to dig into. It's, it's a never-ending downward spiral, I'm going to say. <laughs> sure. Into... The 19th layer of hell. Like, yes. <laughs> How many layers Very are there? So. I don't even Seven like a dip? I think seven like a like a good old dip. I with feel like at the bottom. The worse you were in life, the more layers there are. Mmm. Sounds yeah. delicious though. Yeah. That oh, also makes me think about that great show. Which one? What? You always tell me to watch that I actually watched for once. Great British. Um, the good place. place. Oh, it's a good I place. love the good it's place. It's very, very good. <laughs> great it's British very Bake Off also season four is on Netflix. Oh, guys, it's really devastating that to redhead. me. But there is a wonderful, like, Irish redhead who is just, Andrew. He is my dream. Oh, such a oh, treasure. He's my dream. Know, but I can imagine. <laughs> he's a dream. And he's That's always really like, good. I'm really, really chuffed. Well, is that what but, he says? But you have to say it in oh, his voice, which is like, I'm really, really chuffed. Very chuffed. Oh, he's got like the yeah. daintiest voice of yeah. all time. He's an en- oh, he's an astrophysicist. So wonderful. Yeah, and he's like, I I bought myself a. That's not how he talks. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> Just do, do a Cockney British. Yeah, I bought myself a, a little pony, I so I can make a pony move. I think I'll have a pony. I wish somebody would adopt me. Yeah, he's got like <laughs> ashes on his face because he's a chimbley sweep. He's not, though. He's, he's really man. cute. He's the rosiest cheeks. Andrew, if you're out there somewhere baking. I mean, he's a definitely. He's a meringue. Anyway, get in touch with us. Place. But The Good Place is great. Mm-hmm. Everybody should watch it. It is, yeah, there are some parts about, I guess, they talk about all religions, but it's they kind think. of a nebulous, like, afterlife. Mm-hmm. They don't really talk about Jesus at all. No. But I want to hear what you guys have to say about Jesus stuff. Yeah, I mean, educate me. God, sure. I don't even know where to start, Lauren. I know, I'm just gonna so hand much. it over to you, just cause like, tell me about um, what purgatory. Yeah, that terrifies me. So if you don't do all of these sacraments, or at least the like mandatory ones, upon death you could be just a spirit that kind of hangs out, sort of like a ghost. A ghost. Okay. Yeah. So this is one way in which Catholics like explain away ghosts existing in their lives yeah. because mm-hmm. they're like oh yeah this is just a spirit that's stuck in purgatory mm-hmm. um because catholics aren't allowed to commune with the dead really they're not allowed to have like oh. seances or like go to a medium and but yet, you can't pray, pray to them and yet you can pray to a saint and it's yeah. the only christian denomination you where can't you pray can pray to, to a, a dead saint. loved one mm, you can no i no. i think i have like Definitely, though, people just talk to, like, their dead relatives in prayer. I'm sure that happens. I think you can give, like, intentions for your dead relatives during a yeah. mass. You could be like, I'm praying for the soul of this person, but you can't, mm-hmm. like, hope talk to, to speak to yeah. them. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Except some of these stories that I looked up, um, 
Yeah, let there me hear these, them. I know. There are some stories of, like, people who have passed away in in a home, and then they're like, oh, man, I feel like I felt the spirit of Grandpa Joe right behind me. Yeah. And then they get a priest From Charlie in. and the Chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There he is. <laughs> Joe. Emerging from bed. bed for the first time He's ever. still in bed. <laughs> Turns out he could walk the whole time. I know. Yeah. He, what he deserves dirty, to have died. What a dirty <laughs> rat fink. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking lazy scoundrel. He is. I like him. Um, but yeah, so a priest would come by and be like, okay, I'm going to cleanse this house of the spirit. And uh-huh. they'd be like, oh yeah. How do they do it? An they, exorcism? Uh, it's like it's, prayer. it's like tangential to it. Yeah. They'll come by and they'll bring... I had it at my house, actually, when I was a young Stop. girl. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Tell me more. Um. Well, basically what happened was a number of people had died in the home that I grew up in. And we were feeling some spooky things happening. We were like, doors are closing at random times. It's not windy outside, and yet windows are, like, thrown open. And And you um, have told me before that you, at the time, didn't fully understand that you were living in a haunted house, but all your friends knew. None of my friends wanted to stay And then as soon as you moved, they were like, thank God. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in this kind of spooky house that um, my grandparents bought for a pittance from the family. A pittance. Nice. Um, From the family that had, that had like built it. Yeah. And um, the first death that happened in the house (laughs) was that of the wife of the, of the man who built the house. Oh shit. And I guess it was like a real Irish wake. If you know what that is, it's like literally they, they lay out, out the body. Right? Yeah, they lay out the body for a number of days. A lot of keening. Yeah, a lot oh. of keening. A lot of <laughs> a lot of loud crying. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of drinking. Lots. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Honestly, like an Irish it sounds wake. like a weekend for me. Yeah, yeah it sounds like so fun. <laughs> yeah, screaming, crying. Shots, shots, shots. Yeah. Yeah. Screaming, crying. Yep, yep. Irish folk songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. Sure. Anyway, so that happened, and that and happened, like, yeah, that happened in the 40s, maybe, and then my grandparents bought the house in the 50s, and it was in disrepair, and they brought it back to whatever, they, like, oh, lived nice. there. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So they had had the house um, since the 50s, and my grandmother had lived in the house until we moved in the 90s, when she was not doing so well, and she passed away, um, uh, not in the house, but, like, she lived in the house for a significant period of time, even when she was not doing so well. And a little bit after that, probably around 94, 95, when I was, I don't know, six or seven, there would be these weird things that would happen where we'd be like, oh my God, this door's open. Mm. Were you down there? Like, no, I wasn't. That's how it starts. I was down there. I know, yeah. Yeah. And you can explain it away where you're like, oh yeah, there was probably just a gust of wind or something. Do you feel like that's like, that's the time where the ghost starts where the ghost is like kind of getting lazy and they're like, ah, shit, I left the yeah, door I open. I left the door open. Ah, they're gonna yeah. know. They're gonna. Well, it's like John. Casper. I'll lean into this. Sure, it's like in Casper. Or do they okay, forget he that was a not charming dead. young man? He was yeah. a charming young Who man. Who just sure. wanted a girlfriend. I know. Also, though, guys, I did watch that a couple weeks ago and there's this whole like through line of Casper being like, can I keep you? Ooh. It's a little upsetting. I don't like it. And I don't like Sometimes that. Sometimes I am like, well, what? The fuck would have happened if it didn't happen to be a girl exactly his age mm-hmm. in the house? I'm sorry. If she was, like, even 17, the not, the movie wouldn't have worked. That's it why it's like, this fucking movie. ghost child is haunting me and stalking me and his friends are here. Yeah. And then if she's way younger than him, it's, like, this predator. It's like, gross. it's all yeah. of it. Well, I know. Uh, well, we forgave <laughs> Devin Sawa for a whole lot. Ooh, that yeah. part of now and then when he lays <laughs> down. You yeah. guys don't yeah. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Sure. Tell me more about your haunted sure. house. So, it, doors Little started opening. Then what yeah, happened? doors started opening. There would be like windows in the attic that would open up, and mm-hmm. um, we would sometimes have oh, man. policemen come by, like when we were on vacation and stuff, just to check it out because we were like, is somebody just trying to like break in or what's happening? Um, and then finally, I forget what happened, but because I was pretty young when this happened, but my mom was like, we have to clean the house. There's a spirit in this house, and we have to get a priest here, which wow. is a common thing and an easy thing for you to do. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Particularly if you're a young Catholic family and you're moving into a new home, it's mm-hmm. suggested that you get a, a priest from some diocese, yeah. probably, preferably the one that you're now going to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, come to If your you house. can splurge, just get like... <laughs> sure. I'd say the bishop. Upgrade. 
Yeah, get the bishop. <laughs> yeah. So we got we got the priest from the diocese that we were a part of come to our house, and he brought a bunch of little bottles of holy water. Oh, like yeah. nips, but like, holy water. Yeah, like little flasks of holy Hold water. Hold that thought. Do she you have one? one? Yeah, yeah, she has one. Oh, girl, you gotta fill that with whiskey and bring it out I with know. you. Pour it all over the sell them at Enchantment's also my favorite like store. This guy? Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, there yeah. was. Oh my. I was one of those. You know, Seth is. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't run away, cat. There was also no. a bigger one that was like squishy. That was like a plastic squishy thing. Cool. <laughs> just to squirt that it's water all over the house. Is it like that contraption that um, mothers that use on their infants cut. for their oh, nose? Oh, this knot thing? Oh. Yeah. yeah, a little bit like that. That jingling bell is Steph's cat <laughs> ASMR yeah. scratching his face. Oh, the Christmas This cat. is an ASMR podcast. Ooh. Whenever a noise happens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so oh, he came. He had a yeah, he had like a utility belt of Good. holy water. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, yeah, toolkit. And mm-hmm. he walked from room to room like an exterminator. A little bit like an exterminator. Like Ghostbusters. That's what you got. Did and he have he, one of those things that um oh that had the that like had the, the myrrh incense? or something? Oh, no. Girl, I wish. That would have been cool. It smells so That's good. Relaxing. Yeah, That's relaxing. Really yeah, it smells so good. If you ever want to come with me, actually, we totally should do this. All three of us should go to a Stations go to mass? of the Cross. Oh. oh. Stations of the Cross. What's the difference oh, between know. that and Mass? They go Stations around. Usually, a, uh, a Catholic church will have at least the one that I went to, and many of them do, have a Stations of the Cross Mass okay. during Easter time, I believe. And it goes through all of the different stations of when Jesus had to carry the cross on his back to his crucifixion site. It's real light. It's <laughs> so fucked up because oh, they go around like at OLF, they have tiny wood carvings of all the stations and they walk around in a procession. Is it like, this is when he picked it up? Mm-hmm. This is when he... This is when yes. someone like spat when, on him. When he stumbled. Yeah. This is when oh. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, how many times can you rehash the same traumatic event? I know. It's like, <laughs> get over it. Once <laughs> we yearly. We all have things. <laughs> it's, it's once we yearly. We all Okay, once a year, honestly, is fair. Once a year is fair. It is a little bit fun only because they do, they have the contraption with the incense and they're kind of like... I love the look of that it. thing. Oh, and I there's like, I wish I could have it in my like life. a bell. Gold, yeah. And I know that you love the sound of a lantern <laughs> clinking and clinking. Oh, a lanthorn? You know Like I do. a lanthorn, yes. And it's kind of like that. It's just an old fashioned old English way of saying lantern. It's fun. You know, this lanthorn, dawthorn, moon present? <laughs> nope. That old no. midsummer quilt? Wow. I think you've just really embedded that inside your soul. And yeah. It's, oh, I love it. Yeah. It's like the lanthorn carving that I made. Anyway, oh, sure, sure, I want to hear more sure, about sure, your haunted high sure, sure, sure. Okay, so he came by and he went from room to room with his flasks of holy water, spritzing it all over, mm-hmm. squeezing that bottle, <laughs> getting to that holy water, yep. and every crevice. Okay, yeah. he would, you got it. Anyway, he would like Ruin say a prayer walls. going from room to room. And I don't know where I really was for this whole thing. I think I was like running around the house being like, what room is he going to go to next? So <laughs> yeah, or like, a... preserve this one for the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, mm-hmm. You're like when you paint here. every part of the wall except one little square so you can see the old color. Have you guys ever done that? Oh. Yeah. All right, well, keep going. Yeah, okay, great. Um, but yeah, so he started in the attic and then went to the basement. And then afterwards, he was like, your house is safe. There are no spirits. This house is clean. This house is clean. That's like Paul Dano's character, his... One of the twins in There Will Be Blood screaming, Get out of your ghost. That's what I would do. <laughs> get out of your ghost. Get, get out of your ghost. Get out of your ghost. Wait, so now. And then. Yeah. And then I'm curious. We though. gave him. I don't know what we gave him. I think we like gave him a gift certificate to a <laughs> shopping mall or something and a thank wow. you card. I don't know. I'm surprised that he was allowed to accept a gift. Actually, no, I'm not. No. Catholicism is all about indulgences. Babies. Yeah. No, you can my, do it. Yeah. My dad used to, my my grandpa used to buy indulgences. Yeah. Like, from the Vatican in the 50s. Oh, damn. Yeah. I know. I just remember that. I want to hear about the ghost stories that you have. Wait, I want to get into the quick scary part I know. Of this. That thing you just talked about, leaving a tiny little section of the wall? Yeah. Grand Central Station. Oh, my God, yeah. They have the onion yeah. the power-washed yeah. version. Mm-hmm. The little square. It's fun. It's you guys cute. ever have a... A hankering to see a dirty square. (laughs) Call me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, so this one is, um, 
I did a quick Google search just saying, like, do Catholics believe in ghosts, question yep. mark? And there, I were think, pages, yes. <laughs> there were pages and pages of results. I mean, honestly, it was a little split because really? some Catholics really do believe in ghosts. And they're like, sure, it's completely compatible with our religion. We have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We have the communion of saints. And some of us even believe in um, in demons, which you yeah. guys Yeah. Yep. But some other people are like, absolutely not. They're, um, they can't exist. And, Like, um, according to, like, how shit's supposed to go. Yeah. Why would there like, just be a spirit Why around? would there be a spirit? Yeah. And then there are some Catholics who don't even believe in purgatory, so they're like, oh, no, you're just making it up. Like, there mm. can't be... There can't be spirits that are just hanging out. Waiting there is for a time. lot of Catholicism that's kind of like cherry picking whatever you feel like believing in. Sure, I feel like that happens probably in most religions. Yeah, and a lot of it too is also just made up shit. Like for example, not eating fish on Fridays during Lent. Yeah, that's weird. That was something that the Pope, uh, the fishermen, I guess population in Italy was like, no one's buying fish, and the Pope at the time was like, I got you. Yeah, really? Yes. And he was like, from now on, it's a, it's a thing where we're not going to eat meat on Fridays. Yeah, he was so politically powerful. So you, sure. you, should, you need to buy fish. Everyone would listen to him. I would love to know if the cool pope now. Francis. That hot new young pope. Oh, who's your, who's your yeah. favorite pope? Um, I mean, I got to go John Paul II. JP2 all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we got have to. so many ornaments yeah. of his face <laughs> to hang on that Christmas tree. Was he the Hitler Youth one? No, that's no, we've no, gone no. over. That was that was Benedict. That that's was the, the one that, that touched me one. when I went to the Vatican accidentally. Right, that's right. Yeah. What? <laughs> Not like that's that. The whole thing. I'll tell you after. Oh, he wore red Prada shoes, and he was like, <gasps> "I'm wearing these shoes." What a mm-hmm. bitch! Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really was. He's he also, was I think, one of the only popes to be like, "I'm not going to do this until I die." Yeah. Someone else. He can was do like, this. "Peace, bitches. I'm out of here." He's like, yeah. "I recuse myself from being." Honestly, it sounds like if he's wearing Prada shoes, he doesn't want to like. Renounce material objects mm-hmm. as much no, as possible. No, absolutely, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly yeah. right. Um, but yeah, so this this ghost story that I found was just after it was the first hit after uh, Duke Catholics believe in coasts, and um, it's an incredible story actually. Yes, so I'd love to just read it. I would love that as well. Um, so okay, I'm gonna jump right in. Get it's, in there. It's from uscatholic.org. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's a nonprofit, I guess, maybe. Mm. Um, Somebody just has US Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) This fella Mm. named Tim Townsend, he has a great sense of pacing of stories. Anyway, so (laughs) um, about 10 years ago, Marla Fisher and her husband Everett were leaving Pasadena, um, Texas style ranch home. They're Pasadena, Texas. (laughs) Whoa! Ooh, I was expecting it to be Pasadena, California. Already I, spooked. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> a twist. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He has a real sense of pacing already. Oh my goodness! Classic TT. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, so they were leaving their Pasadena, uh, Texas ranch-style home for a weekend getaway. As ever, backed out of the driveway, Marla remembered she'd left her curling iron on oh, in the bathroom. Oh, girl, I've been there. I know, and she went back in to retrieve it. I mean, I hate having that thought in the back of your mind, like, did I turn it off? I think no. about it every day that I straighten my hair. I'm like, oh, today's the day. Did I unplug it? Yeah. I know. Um, so the couple had been renting their house for about four years, and every once in a while, Marla would reach over to turn on the lamp, and nothing would happen. Uh-oh. Then she'd tighten the bulb, and the light would come on. Okay, that's not scary. And yeah, no, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just having an old lamp. Sounds like a bad lamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anywhere there was an, but anywhere there was an exposed light bulb, a lamp, a ceiling fan. At some point, the bulb would loosen just enough for the electricity to misfire. The Fishers lived in the flight path of a nearby airfield, um, so they attributed the loose bulbs to the slight shake the house underwent, underwent each mm-hmm. time a jet approached. And then once in a while they joke, mm, we must have ghosts. Oh, oh my god. god. There's it's a joke that until it becomes real. I know. There's that pace that I'm talking about. Oh my god. Great setting, great mise en scène. Ambiance. Mm. Ambiance. Okay, so on the day that she went back for her curling iron, she um she walked through the front door of the master bedroom and saw th- saw what she thought was a shadow going into the bathroom. Oh, and she no. was like, "Oh no, there's someone in this house. There is oh, a there is fuck. A, yeah, there's and a home invader." And it wants to curl its hair. <laughs> I've been <laughs> waiting. He's like, "I was like, waiting this is my one leave. moment. I've it's like a, a, a ghost like in George Washington. Do you know how it's been? The ghost being like, "Today's the day that I'm gonna feel good about myself." It's my George Washington reenactment. I gotta get my goddamn afterlife. I'm gonna feel good about myself. 
I can't just go to a normal <laughs> store and buy it. No. I have to wait for you to leave your curling iron. Marla, I gotta, I gotta use it. Sorry. When oh, I yeah. can. So does she chase the shadow or what? Um, so she goes, there's someone in the house, she thought, but she then checked the back door. It was locked. Then she realized the light coming into the house from the back door, um, meaning that the shadow she saw couldn't have been a shadow. So like the light was there was nothing the casting uh, uh, a yeah, shadow. Right, okay. exactly. Like Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yes. Sure. Yes. Some um, will know what I mean. I know what you mean. A creeping mm-hmm. shadow that doesn't match. Right. Mm-hmm. So she got real Gary Oldman shadow every day. Oh, love that shadow. Here's a really good interlude. Marla, who calls herself a cradle Catholic, is involved in her parish. Before what? this experience, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't either. Before this experience, she really hadn't thought much, much about ghosts or what the church teaches about them. Oof, missing out. Mm-hmm. I felt this was a spirit, but does that mean this was someone's soul, she asks. Why would someone's soul be here in my house? Well, have you ever heard of a poltergeist, bitch? <laughs> Asking the big teens, Marla. Um, and wow. she, yeah, and she's like, are the are the souls of those in purgatory living amongst us? What do those ghosts mean in spiritual sense? And then we get into the whole thing about like, do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. And is she um, very torn about it? Does she have she, Catholic guilt about there's it? There's also Probably. something really interesting. Yeah. It's, here that she may not even intend, which is, is it a soul? Yeah. Now, we, the way that we talk about ghosts is that sometimes maybe it's an imprint of an energy. Sometimes it's just a repeating, like a movie of this one section of your life. Sometimes it's a demon. Sometimes it's not even a ghost at all. It's a demon. But then sometimes she's asking, is Is this a soul? soul? Which is, is I feel like a rare, we don't hear that question a lot. True. Because... It, it becomes more personal, I think, if you think this is a soul. And I feel like that question only really comes up when people are referring to a ghost of somebody yeah. they knew personally. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. And, like a medium type situation. Right. And they're like, this person is getting in contact with you. Whereas when your apartment is on and you're like, oh, it's just a ghost yeah. rather than like a human being soul right. trying to like make contact. Yeah. Yeah. So it does add a layer of emotion to it. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like Marla was like, oh, how can we get this ghost to the next? How can we right. get her to like Which is very heaven. sweet of her. And it seems like she must have been a very compassionate person to think of it yes. as a soul and not a, oh, fuck, I'm moving out of this house. Ghost. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Here's an interesting side note. So consulting palm readers, interpreting omens, and an interest in clairvoyance all conceal a desire for power over time, history, and in... Um, and other human beings, according mm-hmm. to catechism. So they all contradict the honor, respect, and loving fear. Whatever, whatever. That we owe to God alone. I made so my choice. I, well, I know, but I feel like that's why there's such a tension. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm but like you can't, you're just disrespecting something that you don't respect anyway, so. Yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd I say mean, that's, like, totally fine. Well, right. I, I would say that the Venn diagram of people who are... Well, no, there's probably a good amount of people genuinely torn between those two things. I think that having also a desire for control is totally human and natural. Yeah. And doesn't really go against our nature whatsoever. Yeah. No. I have tarot cards everywhere that you can all see. They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless you're trying to, like, perfect yourself. In which case you're like, sure, I just want to, like, let go of all of my... Control over everything. Well, I Is think anyone it's more like that? No. 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 I think it's a, a more a fear of like wanting to know the future. What's going to happen so next? Can, right. Like yeah. mm-hmm. prepare yourself, which I can understand an organized religion being like trust in this one overarching thing that we mm-hmm. believe in rather than like trying to fix it yourself. Or just simply being like, how about you just live in the moment, you know? Live in the moment. Well, then we don't worry have the so stations much. of the cross to relive the goddamn past once oh. a year. Yo, I like that suffer story. That's <laughs> <laughs> fun. It's so good. That's why we I go over here. We all bring your own popcorn. popcorn. And then we all sing, were you there when they crucified my Lord? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. That a really old, good one. That old chestnut. Yeah. Sometimes it causes year. me to tremble. Tremble, tremble. Were you there? You know I wasn't there. <laughs> no, were you? The were second you? person. Linda, were, were you, you there? there? When they nailed him to the tree. Ooh. Ooh. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Were, they, oh. were you there when they laid him down to rest, I think? It's a whole thing, guys. It's you know, I've never been to the Stations of the Cross. I've just never been. We're going to go. We're going to find a Latin one. 
Because, bro, guys, if you ever want to get really scared, forget about going to a haunted house. Forget about going to a scary movie. Just go to a Catholic mass in Latin. It's the scariest thing in the world. It's the scariest thing in the world. For the sheer uh, fact that you may not know when to stand and kneel. And uh, when's call and response. Sure. How long is this going to be? So much social persuasion from the people around you. You're like, do I stand? Do I sit? Yeah. At the weddings I've been to, I've been like, I'm going to just sit. Not move and not talk because I'm going to mess it up. Yeah. I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. Um, What does Marla do? Yes. What so, does she do? I am Marla. You know, there are like three pages of <laughs> this article between when we pick it back up with Marsha or Marla. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Marsha. But uh, they really get into the whole concept of like purgatory and yeah. do you believe in ghosts and what could ghosts mean to Catholics and like souls having unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Um, Similar to Casper. Sure. All no, about yeah. unfinished business. Yes. That's it. That is what purgatory is. Yeah. Dang, that is scary. That's yeah. like very scary. Being stuck in a I was also forever. told that like... It's like being juicy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, purgatory, to me, was described as somewhere for people who like aren't all the way good yet. Yeah. That's also like, my cat using the litter box. Anybody that can hear that. <laughs> Sound of sand. Like can you plus. repent more while you're in purgatory? I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry, he just he was touched by an angel. He galloped, yeah. galloped away. He really um, was touched by an angel. So, but how can you do more good? Is it from people praying for you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's exactly how. Because okay. you can't make an impact or retroactively do anything. Mm-hmm. If you're um, in purgatory, mm-hmm. you need people to speak pray. and work and yeah. um, pray on your behalf. That makes people saying. I'll pray for them. Make a lot more sense to me, actually. I still think it's kind of a bullshit thing to say. Yeah. I, but yeah, if you're praying for, like, praying a for you, dead like, person, I guess, you. maybe. <laughs> I'm like, could you something. just give me $20? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, could you, like, come you over and talk to me? Yeah. Like, just help in some real way, please. Just be my friend. Yeah. Just be my friend. Yeah. Um, that's... It is, though. It's a, it's a constant struggle to know, is it a ghost? Do I, 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 I will say the Catholics I know are extremely superstitious. Yeah. Oh yeah. All of the women in my family are either self-proclaimed or other people proclaimed witches and that they have, they're extremely sensitive to all kinds of stuff, yeah. messages, even reading people's emotions. Like your mom is definitely very sensitive. She is very, very sensitive. And once I remember telling her like, you don't go to like, you don't go to mass. You're not a real Catholic. What do you care? And she was like, I'm very offended by that. And I didn't think she'd be offended at all. Yeah. But she was very offended. Also, she was like, I'm a nurse and I work all weekend. <laughs> like, that's why I don't go to mass. Oh, gotcha. But I feel like it's almost like they do go hand in hand. They must. Jesus is the oldest ghost story of all. Oh, in that's a way. Like, huh? They Maybe are not They're most well known. Yeah, you have some. I do have some. Tell us. Are you? Yeah. Uh, have you completed your ghost story? Well, I don't want to butt in. No, no. I mean, he. Let's see. Where did Marla end up? So. Ooh, ooh this gets this gets interesting. Ooh, let me hear um, it. Um. Okay, so she's back the curling iron. That old chestnut. <laughs> she's. She finally walked into the bathroom to get her curling iron. Um, and her husband has rejoined her in the house. I guess they came back from their trip. He's like, babe. He's like, babe, is everything okay? Hey, and she's babe. like, yeah, I'm just wondering about my curling iron. And then they saw this, the shadow come across the vestibule. And oh my she's gosh. Like, you saw it, didn't you? And, uh, the writer, of, <laughs> the writer of this article said, the hair on the back of Marla's neck was getting a workout. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a workout? <laughs> that Disgusting. Is, quote, that is verbatim. Girls! It was getting a workout. That is... <laughs> ugh, I don't like that. Don't like it. I don't like it either. But, you know, you gotta give it to him for all this this good... He's you know, trying. Good tasting. He's trying. Yeah. He's working on it. 
Uh, Everett, a pipe fitter oh. and an oil refinery, Ooh. is, quote, Mr. Patient, according to Marla. He would have checked the glove compartment, fiddled with the radio, and dusted off the dashboard before coming into the house to see what was taking me so, so long. So she was clearly she was haunted clearly, and troubled. Yeah, she was, she was having some haunting trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, something's amiss. Is she okay? I'd been staying there for a lot longer than I'd realized. Anyway, so, um... I guess Everett had been having some troubles of his own. He'd been struggling with his insomnia for a while. He'd get up and watch television in the middle of the night. And then he said that while he was sitting on the couch, something would pass between him and the television. Oh, something. I don't like that. I know. That is like straight. <laughs> See, something like that. <gasps> no. I do love that Marla, in this scenario, Everett's like, Hey, Beth, what's taking you so long? She's like, She's Sorry, like I just saw have something. Have I been in here for 45 minutes? <laughs> yeah. And I must like, have seen a ghost. <laughs> and he's like, oh, now <laughs> that you mentioned, I've been seeing something pass now between me and the No, I didn't it, but a figure. <laughs> for sure. She's I don't like, know. They're not from Why are you just <laughs> mentioning this to me, Everett? Yeah. Well, they are from Pasadena, Texas. Pasadena, <laughs> Texas. Town in Texas that you think of. Yeah. yeah. Classic Texas. Um, yeah, no, it's very, it's so funny. So what do they do just, about this? Well, um... Apparently, the feeling that Everett had been having having happened a lot. Um, Seems like Everett was withholding on, like, you know, tell her about it. Sure, yeah. She's your wife. He never told me because he didn't want to freak me out, but now he saw my face and he knew I'd seen it too. We both believed it was a spirit. And guys, I hate to leave you on a cliffhanger, cliffhanger, but that is literally where it ends. What? What the fuck? (laughs) Anyway, Marla believes in ghosts. Many cats believe in ghosts. Everett doesn't the next day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that ooh, that something came back and murdered them both. Damn. Rest in peace. Yeah, Marla we'll never Everett. know. <laughs> we will never know. I also really, I still really, really love like the twist of Everett being like, I knew this whole time. Yeah, being yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I I've had it really work. hard this whole time, and I just like took it all myself because I didn't want to bother you. At the or, oil refinery, they don't encourage us to yeah, explain our emotions. Yeah, I'm a good old boy, but every night a something passes between me. <laughs> Something. It's yeah. just something. It feels like a gust of wind, but it feels long as it don't ruin the picture. I'm fine with it. It's got <laughs> long fingers, longer than I care for, but it has being offensive me. to Everett. I believe tall, you, Everett. It's 12 feet tall, it's wearing a top hat. I Ooh, think the kids are going to find Oh, it's not wearing a top hat. I mixed it. I mixed it. He does wear a suit. Ooh. Yeah. How fancy. Well, okay, so as we were talking about very old, old ghosts, I did a little little research on Jewish ghosts Good. just to round it out. Are we going to hear about a golem and a dibuk? So we're going to hear about a dibuk. I'm nice. saving the golem for its own thing good, because yeah. there's so much there. There's a lot. There's a lot. But, like, most of the Jewish texts, and there are a lot of them, talk mm-hmm. about ghosts. The Kabbalah is just mystical teachings from the Torah. Yes. So it's just like the witchy shit. Mm-hmm. It's what Madonna's into. You yeah, probably sure. heard of it. I have a Kabbalah string. It's like yeah. a sure. fucking oh, red yeah, strings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Kabbalah theorizes that demons, dibuks, golems, and ghosts are the result of misspent life energy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of Jewish speculation about Shadim which are demons and also a word used to refer to foreign gods. I don't really know. And demonic personalities. Foreign to Judaism or, like, not living in the same country as you? I think foreign to Judaism. All right. Hmm. So, in that sense, it's a little fucked up because it's, like, demons and, you know, gods that aren't ours. Look, I don't know. But Hmm. uh, they use the word Shadim to also refer to demonic personalities such as, my girl, Lilith. Yeah. Really good Old Testament demon. In Jewish folklore, Lilith so used to appear. No, fun. she's known for having incredible. Oh, you said fair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you said hair. And she that is yes. one of her things. Is she's she oh. is said to have like unbelievable hair that like entrances people. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That. So Lilith in Jewish folklore appears appears as Adam's first wife, but she left him after she refused to become subservient to yes, him. Yes, Lilith. Yeah, she's a fucking babe and. Yeah. As the the text says, uh, after God created Adam, who was alone, he said, it is not good for man to be alone. He then created a woman for Adam, blah, 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 who was Lilith. Sure. Adam and Lilith immediately began to fight. She said, I will not lie below. And he said, I will not lie beneath you, but only on top. For you are fit only to be on the bottom position while I am the superior one. 
Lilith was like, no, 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 fuck that. Adam's a fuckboy. Yeah, she's like, we're equal to each other in as much as we're both created from Earth. Um, Good for you, Lilith. Get it, Lilith. They could not get along, so she was banished. She never comes back. Wait, so is that like the first divorce? Yeah. They fucking hated each other. I mean... (laughs) Sounds like Adam really wasn't seeing, willing even to see no, her. No, not at all. Yeah. She was a strong old woman, and he wasn't having it. I so mean, she got with yeah. the archangel Samael, mm-hmm. and that's when her reputation took a turn to becoming a sexually charged female night demon mm-hmm. on par with the succubus. Thank you. Dang. Yeah. So, Judaism, so far, Judaism is like way more fun than Catholicism. There's a lot going well, on. Well, I would here. say and that this is a demon. This is still under, this is like yeah, still, it's still legit. Biblical. It's yeah. still, I mean, even the Catholics are like, yeah, Lilith. Yeah. Lilith. She's the been a sexual lot of night demon girl of our dreams. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Rabbis used to warn men not to sleep alone in their house unless Lilith were to come and seduce them in their dreams. I would on purpose be like, guess I'll go to sleep be alone like, oh, now. I'm so tired. It's so yeah. hot in here. I'm Ooh, sleep naked. It's only 6 p.m., but I don't have anything Ooh, else. I guess I'm going to take Z-Quill. <laughs> One text describes her saying, quote, she wanders about at night vexing the sons of men and causing them to defile themselves. Yes. Oh. LOL. Lilith yes. is also known for stealing babies and is Therefore connected to the Greek Lamia, the baby thief. Yes. What? Another yes. classic bitch. What? Yes. Yep. It's true. Um, she I is think described in uh, Metamorphosis as well. Yeah. References to her. Yeah. Oh, she's wow. she's in a lot of like super, super ancient texts yeah. naming her. They name her Lilith. They yeah. call her by her name. And in every Jewish text, almost, there's like two where she's not mentioned, including the Dead Sea Scrolls. And they call her by name and say, this is a poem about her found. Her gates are the gates of death. And from the entrance of the house, she sets out towards Shul. None of those who enter there will ever return, and all who possess her will descend to the pit. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, the pit. I'd love to go there. Mm. I know. A sex party. Seems fun. Yeah. Um, certain pious homes in ancient Babylonia would bury incantation bowls upside down in their houses to trap her um, because Ooh. women were afraid that she was going to seduce their husbands. Yeah. They would sure. bury these prayer bowls. Um, Legit. Honestly, they, that's a real fear. Yeah, no, I get that. If an I'm awesome sexual person. night demon was prowling around at night, I'd with be her like, long, beautiful hair, How yeah, stealing babies and stuff, I'd be like, no, yeah, I'm gonna take it. She has also in classical art, like ancient Babylonian art. There have been times when archaeologists have thought that uh, ancient works of art, like relief carvings, have been depictions of her, and they turn out to be my favorite ghost, Inanna. Yes. So she is, I fucking love her, but she's not the only spooky thing in Jewish mythology by far. The Talmud is full of demonology. Nice. And in the Talmudic world, spirits are everywhere. They haunt dark places, homes, even the crumbs left on your table. Oh, my God, yeah. haunted crumbs? Everything. The Talmud says about demons, quote, they're more numerous than we are, and they surround us like the ridge around a field. Yep. What? That's how I feel every day. Yep. It says that yeah, when you're demon, closed, demon, like every day on the subway, I'm yeah. like, demon, 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 get demon, out of my way. Demon, me. demon, in demon. In these crumbs of yeah, cheese that everything. I get annual. It says that when Don't your clothes get the holes pole. in them, like when your socks get holes in them, when your knees get tired, when demon. you get mysterious demons, anything demon. like that, that's demons constantly demon. touching you. Yep. They're demon. touching you everywhere you are, and that's why your clothes get Pimples. Demons. Mm-hmm. Demons. Oh, girl. <laughs> and as I said, I will be at some point discussing the famed golem. Nice. That's a whole nice. thing on its own. But right now, I'm going to talk about the classic Dubuk box. Yes. yes. Let's book? cheers to Let's that, cheers. because it has a lot to do with... This song, guy. You prep, prep, prep. So, a dibuk is, is an ancient Jewish spirit, or just Jewish spirit, mm-hmm. that can possess people and is a departed sinister soul. Ooh. Being possessed by a dibuk is often seen as an act of revenge by that ghost. Yes, a dibuk. D-Y-B-B-U-K? Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, good. So, now for the part about spelling the box. Yeah, do, love us, do love to spell. So, what I'm going to tell you comes from the actual eBay listing for the Dybbuk box. What? Is this a renowned one? Or there's more than one Dybbuk box, I would say. This is the most famous one. Mm-hmm. This is the one that the movie was made about. What's the movie called? 
I think it might be called the box or the Dybbuk box. I hope it's not called the box. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know I've seen it, but I also know it's bad. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But this is, if you look up yeah. like Dybbuk box, this is, this yeah. is the one. Mm-hmm. So in 2001, a guy named Kevin found himself at an estate sale in Portland, Oregon. The estate had belonged to a recently deceased 103-year-old Holocaust survivor. Her whole family was killed at a concentration camp. She was the only survivor. So Kevin decided to buy a small wine box that he found there. And after the sale had gone through, he said, uh, quote, I was approached by the woman who died's granddaughter who said, I see you got the Divic box. I asked her what a Divic box was. And she told me that when she was growing up, her grandmother always kept the wine cabinet shut and set in a place that was out of reach. And the grandmother always called it the Divic box. When the girl asked her grandmother what was inside, she spit three times through her fingers and said, yeah. a dibuk and keselim. The grandmother went on to tell the girl that the wine cabinet was never, ever to be open. Oh, oh no. Yeah. We know this one from this Pandora. Yeah. Just don't, don't open it. Don't open it. So Kevin. Like to get curious. I know. Okay, especially if you're like, curious. is there wine in it? I 100% yeah. would have opened it. I would, I would have opened it while sure. it was still on the property and would have gotten kicked out. Every time I get yeah. wasted, I'm like, demons. I'm like, I'm opening it. Inside, my de- <laughs> inside myself, demons. Yeah. Every <laughs> well, time. The eBay listing is like a lot of pages long. It's like five pages long. But I've tried to condense it. Kevin goes on to say that the grandmother had requested the box be buried with her, but her request wasn't honored because it wasn't in the Jewish tradition. Yeah. Um, so he was like, after he heard that, he was like, oh, you guys can keep it. Like, I'll pay you for it, but you right. can keep it. Like, I don't like buy and, this from you. <laughs> yeah, and the granddaughter started crying and screaming and saying, you bought it, you have to take it. And he was like, okay. That's Jesus. like a surefire, like, get in your car, go put it <laughs> yeah. in a fire. Yeah, so put he was like, weird, okay. In the junkyard. So Kevin owns a furniture refinishing business. Oh, As it Kevin. just so happens, he brought the box to his store and left it for the day with a young saleswoman. About 31, 30 minutes after he left, the woman called him hysterical, saying that someone was breaking glass and swearing loudly in the workshop. The iron security gates and emergency exits had locked automatically on her, so she oh, couldn't no. get out. So Kevin arrives at the workshop, finds her huddled in the corner, cowering and sobbing. Oh. The entire place smells like cat urine, and every <laughs> single light bulb had exploded. Oh, no, but why the cat urine? That's a recurring theme. That's what this evil spirit, like, lets you know it's there by oh, smelling shit. like. Maybe it's that it's what the demon smells like, but the closest thing we can approximate it to yeah. is cat urine. Which it's is not a, like, not I'm choosing smell. to make it smell like cat pee. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> my favorite smell, <laughs> so now it's yours. Yeah. Well, so for some reason, Kevin was like, I know, I'm going to give this box to my mom for her birthday. God damn it. (laughs) So he starts refinishing it for her. When he opened it, he found a bunch of pennies from the mid-20s, one small lock of blonde hair bound with string. Fuck. One small lock of dark hair bound with string. Fuck. One small granite statue engraved in Hebrew. Oh, no. One dried rosebud, one golden wine cup, and one candlestick holder. No, this is every single element of a spell. Yeah, it's not great. It really is. Kevin... I will say, God love you, but you're an idiot. Like, throughout this whole thing, he never gets any smarter. That being said, I would have changed nothing had it been me and Kevin's shoes. I I think that I would have been like, I'm not going to clean this. I'm just going to give it away. Mm. But so, while cleaning it, he also discovers an inscription in Hebrew carved into it, which ends up, I found out, being the Shema, which mm. I've, like, tried and failed to say on the yes. show before. <laughs> it's just a prayer being like, I love you, Israel. Yep. Um, so soon after he cleaned it, blah, blah, blah. He gives the cabinet to his mom. Uh, like she had stopped into the shop, gives it to her, walks outside to make a phone call. During the minutes he was outside, one of his, his employees runs out to say something's wrong with your mom. <gasps> he returns to see his mom sitting beside the cabinet, expressionless, with tears pouring down her face. What? She was completely unresponsive, was oh, taken to the man. hospital, where it was discovered she had had a massive stroke. <gasps> she slowly regained the ability to communicate by pointing to letters of the alphabet to spell out what she wanted to say. Did she Oh my god, that's like a witch word! First she spells out to Kevin, no gift. And when oh. he left and said, I got you a gift, remember? She spelled out, hate gift. So, oh, Kevin, that's being weird. the fucking idiot he is, still hadn't realized that shit was up with the box. So then he gives it to his sister. Come on. No, Kevin. Right. Come okay, on. okay. Yeah. Alternate theory Take is that Kevin was trying Kevin to kill his family. Kevin is a mean, bad person. Familiar side oh, by yeah. Dybbuk Box. 
So his sister keeps it for a week before returning it. She said the doors kept popping open on their own. Wow. Oh, so, sister's smart. Yeah. She's like, uh, no She's thanks. Like, no, I know that this not is not really in the like, mood cool for a stroke yeah. right now. Uh, I don't want this. I don't, but. <laughs> so then he gives it to his brother, who oh returns it after three days because it was emitting a cat urine smell. Kevin. Kevin, or stop get giving it to people. Guess what? He didn't stop. He sold it to a middle-aged couple, and three days later, it was sitting outside a shop with a note that said, this has a bad darkness. Kevin's anti-social. is still not getting it. What's so funny, though, is that Kevin, like, whenever the box is with him, it's just like, maybe it just wants to stay with you, Kevin. Just Maybe it just wants to stay with you. you. Well, yeah, so maybe. he decides it eventually to out. take maybe it home. Book is, yeah. The box is acting out. He yeah. takes it home. Nobody wants it. Immediately, he starts having horrifying recurring nightmares about demons and night hags and would wake up with bruises and marks all over himself. I've been called worse. (laughs) (laughs) His sister spent the night at his house soon after he took it home, and she complained of having the same exact nightmare. And as his brother and his wife listened, they froze in terror before chiming in to say that they too had the same exact nightmare when the box was in their home. Awesome. Kevin then called his girlfriend, who said that she too had had the dream about the Twist, evil Kevin has a girlfriend. I know. I know. Get out of there, girl. God. Yeah, girl, you're going to yeah. meet a Pull a Lilith and get the, the hell out. Get the fuck out of there. So Kevin is like, I'm going to list this on eBay. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> guy. It's a classic Kevin. So Kevin's eBay listing says, uh, after the nightmare started, he began to see <laughs> shadow figures lurking around the house. Oh, no. He wanted to maintain transparency, so he wrote all of this in the eBay listing. Wow. You so, know, there are some people in the market. Yeah, oh, sure. Somebody bought it. Oh, yeah. So he says he starts seeing shadow figures lurking around the house. Um, he put the cabinet outside, and the smoke alarm in his house set itself off in the middle of the night, woke him up. And he awoke to the smell of cat urine. The cabinet was, like, fucking with him. Um, And right before he gave it away, he uh, was hit by the smell of cat urine incredibly strongly. And at the same time, saw a giant shadow figure moving, limping quickly down the hall away from him. Limping? In the dark, yeah. Limping quickly, like a little... Oh, oh, I see. Demon figure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a college student named Yosef purchased it. And as you might imagine, shit continued with Yosef. I mean. And he quickly was like, I got to get rid of this. So he lists it for sale. All these men are like, let me purchase these, this box. I know. Stop buying this goddamn box. Yeah. So a medical museum director named Jason saw the listing, was fascinated, and bought it. Obviously, crazy shit started happening to him, too. Most notably, the presence of large, black, shadowy masses creeping around his house. Mm. So, eventually, Jason contacts rabbis to help him track the dibbuk in the box again. That's right. And, as many of my favorite haunted object stories end, Jason donated the box to Zach Bagans of Ghost Adventures to display his... Oh, oh, man! I love you, Ghost Adventures. Yes. That is such a good ending. Yep. And Zach Bagans still has it. Yep. Oh so that's where the Dybbuk box is now. But now it's, uh, you know, the Dybbuk is within. It's so trapped inside. Sure. Yeah. The, yeah. As long as it remains shut, it's just a piece of wood. Yeah. But that's amazing. That and I also think that Kevin should dark. know better because he is, as somebody who reclaims old haunted stuff, you know when it's just above your, like, it's, yeah. it, you're way over your head. And honestly, Kevin, if three people return a thing to you, yeah. stop giving it to people. I will the say, guys. tells you things in threes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in the room that we're sitting in now, I can count eight things that are thrifted objects. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. It's, like, well above 25. Yeah, it's got to be more than that. Every single thing I own was once belonging to someone else. I would say else. like one, two, three, four. Every single five, thing. Six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> I can't even count Well, except for that beautiful damn chair. It's a new chair, yeah. 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 The only two new things in this, it's the chair and the couch. That's it. Everything else was... Great, we're safe. <laughs> everything else was uh, not mine. At, Don't touch at anything. <laughs> I will um, say, though, I, I love old things, and I think that they hold maybe sometimes a good energy of just a past energy yeah. if I had a Dybbuk box mm-hmm. or if anybody anywhere was like you bought it you have to take it out of uh, the family yeah. I'd be like no like, I guess, don't yes, I'm leaving oh, it don't. at the end of your street I'm leaving this yard time. sale <laughs> it's me um, yeah. actually I did a ooh you know I say that but my hand 
handmade iron bed Your frame. Your iron bed? Or it's not wrought iron, sorry, it's just iron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, huge difference. I'm sorry, no, wrought iron is like the, the black, like, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of hard yeah, shell yeah, yeah. kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think actually it is wrought iron. I don't know. I don't know. But it's a handmade one, and the Polish people that we did buy it from were, were like, please take this. I don't want this anymore. It belonged to my parents, and I don't want it anymore. So I might be slipping, sleeping on a haunted, like, 1930s Polish bed frame, which is not great. But not, a, not a good time for them. It's been fine yeah. so far. Yeah, really not a good time at all. What, not a good time. what have your dreams been like? Yeah, have you dreamt of a night hag? <laughs> I haven't dreamt Every of a night, night hag. I mean, but unrelated. <laughs> I feel like it seems like a, they don't have anything. Something that other people describe as a nighttime sex demon or a night hag, I would just be like, yeah, that's like the company I keep in my friends and the mm-hmm. people I associate with fall under that category. Sure. I would be glad to have just like, a night, no, you know, I don't want to say that. Honestly, if, <laughs> if being... Don't wish it upon yourself, no, it'll happen. If being a night hag is saying to... <laughs> I love like that. a night hag. I, <laughs> me too, yeah. I feel like that's my truest self. Yeah. Like, I know that Great. there is a quote out there by Jordan Peele about a night <laughs> hag, and I need to find it, because it's one of the greatest things. being a night hag is just saying to the person that you were that you were supposed to be with and you didn't choose to be with, like, I don't want to be subservient to you and I'm going to go and date an, arning, an archangel. If that's what being a night hag is, then yeah, I'm a night hag. Mm-hmm. Sure. All night long, I'm a night hag. Okay, so Jordan Peele, as you know, hilarious comedian from Key and Peele. Yep. He also directed and wrote Get Out. Um, so he did an interview with GQ where he says, I want to believe in ghosts. I love ghost stories. We were shooting Keanu in New Orleans, and the whole cast went on this ghost tour led by this sexy, swarthy guy. <laughs> like, if these streets could talk, they'd probably tell some pretty scary stories. I was looking over at Method Man, like, oh my god, I brought a member of the Wu-Tang Clan to this fucking ghost tour. He's going to hate it. <laughs> oh, I have heard this before. This is great. <laughs> at the end of the tour, Method Man <laughs> raises his hand. I was like, okay, here it comes. He goes, sometimes I wake up and feel something sitting on my chest. What is it? And I'm thinking, it's blunt. It's blunt. Stop blunt. <laughs> but the tour god is like, mm-hmm, that's going to be a night hag. <laughs> <laughs> So there she is. Oh, she's made an appearance. <laughs> yep. Classic Lilith. Haunted Method Man. Just walking around in the night being like, oh, an open man's chest. I'm going to sit being on Being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking sit on that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm well, going to impede his breathing just a little bit enough where he wakes mm-hmm. up and I'm like, boo, and then boo. leave. Yep. But like, not in a scary enough way where you're like, ooh, that was so terrifying. I definitely have to tell everyone about it. You're like, yeah. oh, I think there's like a night hag or something. Just well, Lilith is like a tamer version of a succubus, <laughs> which is like, she's like a sexy night person, but like, it feels to me like maybe she disappears when you wake up. <laughs> like, nothing bad really happens. Yeah, she's just like, the main oh, she's like, oh, I'm too sexy to be here. I gotta go. Yeah, she's oh, all about her. The night, the, mm-hmm. the morning has hath come. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, the thing is, she clearly doesn't need a man because she immediately rejected Adam. She yeah. was like, no, no, no. He was the first man, and she was still like, no. Yeah. yeah. And so I think if she were to haunt you, she'd be like, boo, idiot, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. She seems really fun. Whereas a succubus is like, I need to have sex with you to get your power or something. Uh, like no, it wants your soul. Okay. Yeah, it sucks your soul out of your body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And then you die. Oh, man. But Lilith is just like, boo, <laughs> you're not as smart or good as me. <laughs> Bye. Guess what? I'm too Bye. Bye. I'm dating an archangel. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I did read a really interesting thing that was a theory that Adam and Eve um, were actually the same person, and they were just, the that person was a hermaphrodite, so it was two sides of the same thing. And the archangel and Lilith were also two sides of the same thing. And they were, like, a similar, not a hermaphrodite, but something similar to it, where they were, like, two There's a great myth, where yeah. it's yeah. just, like, there's two people, and they're joined into one being. Yeah. yeah. And that's, like, where the idea of a soulmate comes from, where it's yeah. just, like, that other half of you, because we were all actually two, two, like, we split into yeah. two parts, but we used to be just one. Right. Yeah. And so Adam and Eve are the, the main one, and but then Lilith and Samuel are the, are the counterpart to them. Nice. Yeah. 
And you know, next time I do really want to talk about golems. Yeah. And there are a lot more Jewish ghosts out Mm -hmm. there. I have to say there was an overwhelming amount of results. So, you know, we did angels and demons kind of, but we never really even got into angels that much. And I would like to talk about more angels because it is always fascinating to me that my brother, who's a pastor, constantly reminds me anytime that I'm like a wonderful cherub. He's like, that's not what angels are. Because anytime an angel appears in the Bible or in any ancient uh, scrolls of such, mm-hmm. the first thing it says to man is, I'm an angel. It's okay. Be not afraid. Yeah. Which would mean that it's yeah. fucking terrifying to behold one. Right. Wheel in the sky. Yeah. It's a wheel of eyeballs. Just yep. spinning and spinning <laughs> and spinning and spinning. God. Flesh wheel in the sky. <laughs> Just like that no, Journey no, no. song. Wheel in the sky, keep on turning. <laughs> oh, don't be too much. Yeah, no, definitely fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's good stuff, though. I would, like, in my heart and mind, an angel looks like a radiant boy. So Yeah, sure. radiant boy, my top favorite ghost. I mean, yeah. yeah. My boy! My, my beautiful boy! boy. He, what is he wants to ask him. sounded like they were list- watching like Tom Hanks, Angels and Demons, <laughs> and Stranger Things at the same time. Well, I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, we're doing what we can. Is it Angels and Demons <laughs> or no? That's just the other Dan Brown book. Yeah, that's Code. The Da Vinci Code. I think they made Angels and Demons into a book or into a movie, though, right? <laughs> All those definitely a book. Maybe <laughs> they made it. Into one man. They made reverse it. wrote it like when they turned an Air Bud movie yeah, into yeah. a small book. This yeah. is a small book. Something you guys Straight can also. The paperback. Stay tuned for is more religious symbolism because we're going to do at some point a at least two parter about Freemasons. Ooh. Ooh. Which is going Can't to be that. unintended illuminating. Oh. Because Steph has intimate knowledge. Yeah. Hey, Dad. Hi. Hey, Dad. My dad is a 33rd degree Scottish Rite Freemason. And yeah, I don't know what that means. I have seen Eyes Wide Shut about seven times, so. Is that about That's what I contribute. I am not. I don't know what that is. Eyes Wide Shut. The Stanley I know Kubrick that it's a movie, movie but like, I've um, never seen it's it. about like Tom Cruise accidentally gets involved in like a Freemason style like sex ring. Yeah. Kind of like his real life, how he's a Scientologist. Yeah. 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 But way sexier. I will say, yeah. but Nicole Kidman is and still there wears, in that. Yeah, and everyone <laughs> yeah. wears masks. Yeah. Masons and, and Scientologists are not even kind of similar. Yeah, Scientologists are lame as fuck. Scientologists are lame as fuck and evil. Mm, I don't really know what Masons are, but my Masons dad's are cool. like mystical old men, <laughs> mystical wizards. <laughs> the likes of no which were wizards. George Washington, yeah, Oscar George Wilde. Washington, yeah, every single most founding, most founding father. Oscar Wilde. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so I think it's safe Arthur to say Brown. they like to party. Oh yeah. We like to party is the Masonic, it's all that Latin underneath. <laughs> we like to party. Nostrum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Lauren, at the end of every episode, we like to give a tip. Yes. What would be your tip? Ooh. For it can be a ghost tip, it can be a Catholic tip, it can be a general life tip. It can be get a cat. Yeah. Oh, get, get a, a cat. cat's a good That's one. That's a tip. That, that is a tip. Yeah. But I am doesn't even need to be said at this point. I am going to say... Call a priest if a window is open and you don't know how mm. it happens. Yeah. Don't ask your roommates. Just straight up call yes. a priest right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, just, and if just you can get the bishop on the line, If you can get, get the bishop there. on the line, even better. Yeah. Fair enough. Mine would be if you give something to one person and they return it, maybe that's a fluke. If you give it to two people and they return it, stop giving it away. If your mom is a stroke when you give it yeah. to her. Yeah. People don't oh, want that. Destroy it with an axe. Yeah. Yeah. People don't want that. And... Be really, just be aware of what you're purchasing. Mm-hmm. If somebody has Buy quite a reaction, for real. Yeah. Yeah. if somebody reacts um, really, really violently mm-hmm. to you buying something or refusing to buy something, either one's a red flag. Yeah. So oh, try yeah. to dig yeah. in and get more info. Mm-hmm. I have two tips. Okay. My first right. is um, everybody should get a squirty bottle for holy water in their home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <gasps> make sure that nobody dips their hands in it. Make it 
make sure it's sanitary. Oh, wow. It's like licking a salt. You like, gasped I'm like you it. had something no, to add. Do what is it? Oh, I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, unsanctified hosts, aka communion wafers, are real AKA cheap. Regular mm. crackers. Yeah. Regular <laughs> crackers are real cheap on Amazon if you want to buy them. If and you have want a, like a bland, have a horrible fun party. Snack. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you can get them. Yeah. You can. So that's my other tip. Could I mm. send them to Tommy to have him sanctify them? Tommy is a uh, non-denominational. He's he's not a Catholic. Okay. He is a a pastor of a different faith, which is also Christian, but I think he's working at a Presbyterian church, and I'm not sure if he even wants to ever decide what type he wants to be. Nice. Tommy, you can let me know. I love you, Tommy. Tommy's the best. Tommy's the absolute best. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if anybody's like, Catholicism is fucked, it's definitely Tommy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Ooh, you know what I want to talk to, or talk about eventually, too? The, um, the sect that uh, does like snake handling. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, yes. I, I had a really, boss who was. That's just like um, in that faith and really intense. Like intense. I've watched documentaries about it, but I want to like really dig into it. Another cool subsection is like Quakers. There's a bunch. Mm-hmm. I went All to fun. Quaker meetings a yeah. number of times. Really? Yeah. When I was really trying to. Yeah, when I was yeah. really trying to find myself, I was like, Catholicism isn't it? I think I need something that's completely. Unprogrammed. <laughs> yeah. You uh, you should check out a Unitarian church. Yeah. Or yeah. Judaism. Or Judaism. Yeah. Or nothing. Or just nothing. Nothing. I grew up fun. in the Unitarian. Church. My my second tip, I think, is do what you will, believe what you will. Check out some Catholic hymns. Oh, they're good. He will raise you up on, on eagle's, eagle's wings. wings. Yep. Sometimes I just bump that in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? It's a banger. Yeah. Another. Say, do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. Yeah. Another uh, good classic, I am the bread of life. It's got a ring Wow, what a banger. <laughs> just, just hear that back beat behind it. I am the bread of life. Yep, it's good. Also, <laughs> guys, this is, uh, this is the end of November for us, I think. Uh, We're going to be talking some Christmas ghosts coming oh, up. Lord, I mean, oh, but it, Lord and Lord... We will be talking some Christmas ghosts, some Christmas lore, mm-hmm. some Christmas demons, some Christmas saints. Oh, yeah. Some Christmas Ooh. weird, like, children that just follow you into Ooh, the mountains. Yeah. You got it all. Some Christmas cats, some Christmas witches. <laughs> it's not, it's never ending. It's not Thank you end. so, so much, Scandinavia, because it's all you Ooh, guys. Scandinavia, don't stop. It's all you guys. You guys are scared of fucking Christmas. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Why do you yeah. need happiness? <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, we will talk to you guys later. You will talk to you later. We will see you in hell. I Thank will see you in hell. So much see to you Lauren. Hell. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you so much. And Lauren, we will see you especially now. Oh, I can't well, wait. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Tomorrow. I'm already there. Questionably, yep. I mean, am I already in hell? Yeah. I hope so. Well, if I'll, you are, we're in the first layer, which yeah. is just a gentle sprinkling of cheese. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. Sounds fun. Yeah. All hail Lilith and everybody. Have a great night. Okay. Hail and day and morning. Goodbye, Bye. love you.